0: We are in Simon Samach Gimel, Halacha Zayin, section 63. We are in the middle of the 7th Halacha. We learn that when someone is saying Shema, one should not wink to his friend, make motions with his lips, nor point with his fingers, even for the sake of a mitzvah, because these words should be said in earnest and not in a casual way. The Atreven now qualifies this, To what does the above apply? To the first passage. Why? Since it begins with the acceptance of the sovereignty of heaven, So therefore the sages required that one treat it in earnest. It heaven, so the required that one treat it in earnest. So, from this point onward, meaning starting from after Shema and Baruch Hashem, after, after that point, it is permitted to make gestures when this is required to some extent for a mitzvah. In other words, in a situation resembling the incident, this is brought in Gemara Yuma, in which a student was reviewing a Mishnah in the presence of his teacher, while the latter, the teacher was reciting the second passage of the Shema. And when the student made a mistake and he read Zechariah ben Kapoitel, so his teacher motioned that he should correct himself and read Kapoitel. So you see that if it's to some extent for the sake of a mitzvah, so then in the second and third paragraphs of the Shema, so one would be allowed to... Motion. 8. Oh, we should point out that the al says over here that one can gesture while, re- while saying the last two passages of the Shema, as long as it's done for the sake of the mitzvah. And in his Kunch he notes that the Shulchan Aruch of Rav Yosef Kair rules that it is permitted to work while reciting the last two passages, regardless of whether this work is being performed for the sake of a mitzvah. Yet, in Rabbi Yosef Karo's Beis yes, work is equated to gesturing. If so, surely work should likewise be permitted only for the sake of a mitzvah. al resolves this anomaly by suggesting that all work is considered like something done for the sake of a mitzvah. Okay, Allah Chachas 8. If one was involved in his work and wished to recite the Shema, he should pause from his work until he has read the first passage of the Shema so that he not be reciting, reciting it casually. This applies even when he is able to concentrate. Now, in section one eighty three, the al Reb explains that here we're talking about work that does not require concentration. If, however, one's work demands his attention, he may not recite any part of the Shema or its blessings while working. Halacha test nine haumanin vchein bala bayis shahoyu oisim halacha beruish shaila nibeish shurei sabinyin kedin kriish ma bemekayman veintzichem ledit. Craftsmen and similarly their employer who are working at the top of a tree or at the top of a row of a building may read the Shema in that place. They are not required to climb down. Nevertheless, they must pause from their work while reciting the first passage as explained above. Halacha Yud and this is the final Halacha in Siman Samach Gimel, Hakatof al a porter may recite the Shema even though his burden is on his shoulder because he is able to concentrate. However, he should not begin its recitation while he is loading or unloading his burden because then his mind is not at ease. Now, the Leket Tiyunim Ve'Aris notes that here the Alte does not mention a maximum weight for the burden implying that a porter can concentrate on the recitation of the Shema, regardless of the weight. However, regarding Shemura Esre, the Amida by conscious al sets a limit in the amount of four carbon, as is stated in section 97. Okay, today we learned that when it says you're not allowed to make motions and gestures during Shema, so this applies to the first verse, and also includes Baruch Shame, as we have learned. Being that that talks about Kabbalas Shema and the acceptance of the sovereignty in heaven, therefore the one has to treat it in a way of kevin, a way in an earnest way. From that point onward, if it's somewhat for the sake of a mitzvah, even even somewhat for the sake of a mitzvah, one is allowed to gesture. And that if somebody, we learned that if somebody is involved in his work wants to say Shema, he should pause until he has read the first part of the Shema. And we explained that craftsmen and their employer who are at the top of a tree or at the top of a rover of a building are allowed to reach Shema in the place. They do not have to get down. However, they do have to pause from their work when saying the first passage of Shema. And a porter can say Shema even though his burden is on his sho- shoulder because he's able to concentrate, but he shouldn't be- begin to recite it while he's unloading or loading, or unloading his burden because then his mind is not at ease. This concludes Simen Samach Gimel, section 63 on today's share.